Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 273 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Saturday, August 25, 2012. That's right, four months till Christmas, people. You're welcome. Hey, it's Saturday night again, kids, and tonight's show, I'll be talking about probably some stuff from last week. I don't I have no idea. This is probably the most unprepared show ever, let me tell you. <laughs> but I do have Caddis here. Cat is here to save me. I'm very excited about this. I have no idea what we're going to be talking about in the next hour or so. So we're going to have a good time. This is a night shift show. And uh, why don't we just go ahead and get started here. My name is McCoy. I'm a doctor. What am I, a doctor or a moon shuttle conductor? I jumped every time a light came on around here. I'd end up talking to myself. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. You're a healer. There's a patient. That's an order. I'm a surgeon, not a psychiatrist. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. I'm a doctor, not an engineer. No, you're an engineer. I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. You keep saying that. Are you a doctor, aren't you? I don't know. about medicine and social media. This is the Found Medicine Rocks podcast on a Saturday night. This is the Night Shift Show here. Hello, party people. I am your host. My name is Mike Savilla. Hey, uh, thank you for joining us here this evening. Check out my digital library of stuff at familymedicinerocks.com. Shout out to all the people following me on Twitter, all now 10,016 people. Thank you so much for that. And 
Also, shout out to everybody who liked the Facebook page for this show, all 490 of you. Thank you so much for that. Today is Saturday, August 25, 2012. It is 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And uh, here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters here, it is uh, 74 degrees Fahrenheit. So how's everybody doing there uh, tonight? I want to encourage uh, you people out there to you know, subscribe to the iTunes feed to the show because I know you know you busy people can't listen live all the time. I, I you know I understand that, so you know subscribe to iTunes and uh, you can uh, you know listen to the show anytime here. And you can also register here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio uh, site here and uh, get email alerts when the show goes live there. So uh, big shout out to J Man there in our chat room. There. I know it's multitasking tonight. He's probably watching some football. So thank you for joining us there, sir. And uh, how's your week been going there, kids? You know, it's been a busy week uh, going on out there, and uh, we'll be uh, talking with Kat here in just a few minutes, see how her week has been going, and uh, so we can catch up on that. And, yeah, these, these Saturday night shows, it's a good time here. It's uh, kind, of, just kind of relax, you know, and uh, have a good time. I want to thank everybody who listened to the uh, Thursday night show. That was a great show, uh, talking about uh, family medicine there. And if you haven't checked that out, that's show number 272. You can Download that on the Blog Talk Radio site or also on iTunes there. Check that out as well. Thank you so much for that. Uh, but uh, right now I'm going to uh, – we'll, we'll take our break here, and then uh, we'll uh, bring Kat on and kind of see how her week's been going and see what's on her mind here uh, this evening. I know there's a lot of things on her mind that she's ready just to go off on and talk about and, and have a good time with. So uh, you're listening to The Night Shift, which is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast uh, and a member of the ProMed Network of podcast. You can get there by going to ProMedNetwork.com. And Kat's coming up. Very excited about this. <laughs> right after this here. Network on the Saturday night, and on the line with us, uh, one of our favorite people in the whole planet, Cat uh, is here. Cat, how you how you doing there this evening, my dear? Hello. Uh, hello. Cat, is this you? Is this you? Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. I'm doing. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you, darling? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. How are you, my friend? Oh, good, good. You know, you know, last last time you were here, I mean, you're 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 you were you're under the weather. You were sick. You were on medication. You know how uh, how how's your week been there, Caddy? You've been you've been getting over things, and and we have to talk about you know your real night shift job. But but uh, how are you feeling in general these days, Cat? Well, I, I mean, I'm feeling better. 
that as as anyone out there who you know ever has one of those bad colds, like you know when it the the bad part's over, you still have like uh, uh, what is residual thick snot that kind of stays around for a little while longer. I kind of have some of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have I mean, some residual snot. Some residual, yeah. you know, but it doesn't like, you know, you're, you're not, I'm not drippy anymore. I'm not uh, fevery anymore or achy. So, yeah, it's just getting rid of all that last stuff that wants to come out. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Well, so, I mean, you sound like you're a little bit clearer now. You know, it sounds like you've had, you've been on a medication. You know, it sounds like you've been you're doing a little better. Say, uh, say hi to J-Man in chat room. He's not really listening. He's just, he's just in our chat room being kind because I know he's watching football. But just say hi to him. Hey, Los Cachos. If you're listening, say hola. So we know you're listening. <laughs> and see if he puts hola in the chat room. <laughs> I, I, I have the preseason game on too, but I have it on mute. But I don't even really care so much about these teams. I just like to, I like to see it on my television. I like to hear the background of it. But like since I'm doing the show, I don't have the background sound on. Mm. And living in Texas, I should care about the Dallas Cowboys, but for some reason, I just don't. <laughs> Well, he, he did. He did say "Ola" in the chat room. So. Uh, ah, Los Santos is missing. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! And we, we, we want to give a big shout out to the I'm with Stupid Show because uh, you know they're always kind to mention our show and, and we'll mention their show. They, they've been having some really good shows lately. They, the the Schmoopster was on uh, last week. I don't know if you heard, if you heard that cap, but uh, that was that was a good time and uh, it was actually more entertaining because because the Matt Man. Uh, was not able to get in on the interview for most of it, and uh, that actually made it a lot more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the schmoop. I love the schmoop, and I did listen to it. And, uh, you know, like right now my mind's kind of blank. i got to think of some of the, my favorite lines that she said. But, uh, no, I really love it when she does come on the on the show. Like when they have pee break with with Schmoop, you know, when Matt has to go to the bathroom and she comes on for a little while and stuff. I just love listening to her. <laughs> she's so sweet. Like, like she she sounds like such a sweet person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And she's funny. Right, right. Um, so uh, so. Uh, your job there, Kat. So, so you're you're actually on the night shift now. Was this kind of your first week? And like, how how's that going? Okay. Well, um, my first three night shifts were well, let me see, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week, right? And it was a little rough, um, but I survived it. And but. The thing with the night shift, I mean, I think even though the night shift is hard on your body, I think the best thing you can do for your body is to try to maintain that even on your days off at least somewhat. And I had a hard time doing that these last three days. Like, okay, I, like I, I took naps all three days, right, in the afternoon. But then I still got sleepy around 2 or 3 in the morning and just fell asleep. I, I just could not stay up later. Like I was and, and your your night shift is like what seven p.m. to seven a.m. Is that how it is? Yeah. 
And so my stomach is doing all kinds of crazy stuff. My my stomach, my entire GI tract is not happy with me right now. <laughs> wow. Let me just say. And I have to work starting tomorrow another three nights in a row. So, and I, I took... I took a little bit of a nap today. Well, I, I slept from about, let me see, when did I sleep? Um, when did I sleep? I slept about maybe four hours or so today. And, and and most people would think, well, man, you should be able to stay up all night. But my body's just so confused right now, you know. I think it's going to take a few weeks for me to get in that zone. Where I mean, because some people, like, when they do night shifts, they'll do a bunch in a row and then have a bunch of days off, and they'll switch right back to living life like a normal person. But I'm afraid, right. you know, there's there's pros and cons to that. I mean, and a lot of people say, no, you should try to keep it as much as you can. You know, it, not like on my days, on my nights off, for instance, I wouldn't necessarily have to sleep all day, you know, maybe half the day. Uh, but... That way you can still get some daytime in. But it's just, I'm just, I want my stomach to get normal again. <laughs> if I have to live like a vampire to make my stomach normal, then I'm going to have to do that until I can eventually get on days again. You know? Wow. I mean, I've been wanting I no to work at, I mean, I've been wanting to work in this NICU for a long time. And, but right now, the only way I could get in, they're, they're just desperate on nights and they need for experienced people. You know, uh, I, once, you know, I've been on nights for a while and all these new grads get a little bit more experience and, and stuff like that, then I'll be able to go back on days, you know. But there are some good things about nights that I like, you know, as far as working the night shift. It's, it's it can be just as busy as days, but generally it's a little bit more relaxed. You know, there's not people all over the place coming in and out. It's not as chaotic. So that part of it I like. So if I can get pretty used to it, and and I, I won't mind being on it for as long as I have to. And it is extra money, so that's always good. Good wow. to have a little well, extra coin in your pocket, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> But yeah, but it's like, and, and oh. you, you kind of had a rough week too. I mean, you know, in our show prep call, our show prep call, uh, you know, which was you know like five minutes, uh, but and it was actually two hours. Uh, but um, so, <laughs> I wanna, uh, oh, can I tell that story to the to the viewers? Yeah, the yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was just gonna set that up, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, because that was so funny. Okay. So I come off my third night shift Wednesday night. I think that when I get home, I'm going to be exhausted, right? But the funny thing is I was, like, wired, you know, because it's it's daylight and my body technically, you know, our bodies are wired. When you see sunlight, you're supposed to be awake. So I kind of got a boost of awakeness. And Mikey here, Dr. Mike, uh you know, texted me and said, uh, do you think, you are you going to be up at 11? Would you be free to talk? And, see, I was waiting for, my Internet was out for a few days, and I, I'll tell you what happened there, too. My Internet was out for a few days, so I had to get somebody to come 
to my house, and they were going to come on Thursday. So I had to kind of stay up to wait for him anyway. And I told him, oh, that's okay, I'm up and everything, right? And about 10 minutes before he calls, I, I just get sleepy, like so tired. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. I got to keep my – if I would have closed my eyes, I would have felt sleepy. So, exactly right. So you call me, and I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling tired now. <laughs> but then we started talking, and we talked for two hours, and I've had some very fun conversations with you on the phone. But I don't think I've ever <laughs> laughed that much in my life. On a, we laughed for two solid hours, and it woke me up again. And it woke me up again. And so because I was sitting here, I had to wait for the Internet guy anyway, and I was so grateful to you for, for keeping me awake to, to wait for him. About 20 minutes after we hung up, I get a call from AT&T, and it was an electronic thing saying that we have, we have determined that your, the problem is a network issue and not with your whatever and the appointment's right. been canceled. We will let you know. <laughs> they called I mean, I to cancel it. your appointment? They called to cancel my appointment. It was a network issue. So I called back to say, like, what does that mean and all that. We were out with no Internet for about three days. It, uh, they wow. said, what they said is all over Texas, there's a lot of spots that are without, like, they had some, like, major problems in certain areas of Texas that the network wasn't working. So it was something that we just had to wait till they fixed. And she said it could be anywhere from 24 to 78 hours. I mean, I don't know if it was three days. It felt like three days, but I don't know how many days I'm living anymore because I'm so confused with night and day. So when we finally got Internet, I, I think yesterday or the day before, I don't remember. Um, but, but I still had a good time. So I wouldn't take back those two hours for anything in the world. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was like, she could hear me laughing from her room. <laughs> so, so do, so do you have internet back at this point or no? Yes, I do now. Now I do. Oh, you do. But oh, apparently, now you... it was like, and when I told my mom, she was so pissed. You know, she was just so pissed. She's like, I said, there's spots all over Texas. Not you know maybe not everyone is has an outage of the service to certain areas. Oh, we just happen to be one of them, and I'm like, she's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they're 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 like she like not lying to me. She thought they were giving me the runaround. I'm like, mom, she she thinks the guy didn't want to come. I'm like, why wouldn't they wa- why wouldn't they want to come? That's their job. <laughs> <laughs> she just didn't believe it. She didn't believe that lady. So finally we got our internet back and, and all was good. And in the meantime, like, it, she hasn't been actually, she had gotten really addicted to some of the Facebook games, you know, like the Cafe World and the Farm Bill and all that. But she she doesn't do them as much anymore. But she just happened to plant some crops and happened to cook some food. She goes, now all my stuff, is spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> so they they killed her farm. That's what you're saying. They they killed her farm. It's like it's they the worst killed, thing ever. Yeah, they killed her crop, and they killed her 
her, her, they spoiled her food. And I said, Mom, I said, do you realize that this, would you rather have your internet out or the electricity out? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to bring her back down to earth. And then she goes, that's different, Kathy. Electricity is a necessity. I said, exactly my point. <laughs> I said, because she goes, because what she told me was, how can you be so passive about it? I was so happy that it was a, uh, I was actually happy that it was a, uh, what do you call it, a, uh, uh, server or whatever, a network issue, because I didn't have to stay up any longer and wait for some guy to come in my house when I need to go to sleep, you know? And, and she couldn't understand how I was so passive about it. And maybe <laughs> on a normal day I would have been more pissed, but I just was too tired to care. <laughs> I said, Mom, I can understand you being pissed if our electricity was out. I can understand that. And actually, I can understand the Internet, too, because normally, like I said, I would be pissed, too. You know, and she doesn't just, like, she doesn't, like I said, she doesn't do the games as much anymore, but she likes to go on the Internet and she likes to, you know, like on her face and she likes to post pretty pictures. You know, those pictures that people find on the Internet with cute, like, cute puppies and kitties and all those kind of things. She just likes the, She likes social media. <laughs> exactly. And, and so, and I normally, and normally, like I said, I do too, but I was just so ready to go to sleep that I didn't care. But it, it just goes <laughs> to show you, because we talked about this in our in our phone conversation. Like, what did we right, do right. before internet, before cell phones? It, it, it just doesn't seem possible to live without internet and without cell phones. Because we've become a society. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I, I was I was thinking about this too. It's like uh, you, you remember when you first got email when you, when you first like started like you know, got an email account and you're like, oh, uh, who else is out there? Uh, well, this is kind of interesting. I can like you know send a message to like anybody I like. And but you're like, well, I don't know anybody. And then. You know, when you start talking to people, you're like, do you have an email address or can I, like, send you something? And then you're like, oh, then you get your first email. And you're like, oh, this is so awesome. And then you get your first, like, stupid, you know, forwarded jokes and, and spam. And you're like, this is not fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like forwards. People, anybody who knows me or sends me email, do not send me forwards, please. Please do not send me forwards. Because, but you know what's so funny about forwards? When once in a blue moon, when I decide to read it, for some reason I'll just decide to read it. They they're really either funny or awesome or touching, but I just don't feel like reading them, and I don't feel right. like forwarding them to ten of my friends for good luck because I don't want to be that person. I don't want to irritate people with forwards because I know I get irritated with them. Right. Right. <laughs> but, I uh, but you're right. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I remember I was I did not have internet for like three hours, and like I didn't even know what to do with myself. I was just like I, I couldn't breathe. Um, you know, I was just like didn't <laughs> I didn't know what was going on in the world. Like I would turn on the TV, and I'm like I like turn on the TV, and I'm like, oh well, all right. Now now what do you do? <laughs> yeah. I'm just so well, I, we're just so spoiled now. It's just it's not even funny. 
Well, and I don't like Twitter outages if I just happen to be on Twitter or want to tweet something. But I don't know why I was so passive that day. I, I really think it was a combination of just pure, utter fatigue and exhaustion and the happiness that I could just go to bed now and not have to wait for that guy and be up for <laughs> God knows how much longer, you know. And the fact that, it, like I said, it was a network issue because I was thinking, what if there's something really wrong with it? Because this is an old house. You know, we've done a lot of renovating and we've redone the entire house, but it's still an old house. And what if there's just problems with our line and ah, and this that, how it was going to be? Are they going to charge us extra? You know, all that stuff. I didn't have to worry about any of that. I knew that it was just not, it was not just me and that they would fix it eventually. But, so... That was my week in a nutshell. <laughs> my stomach hurt. <laughs> I had no internet. All right. Well, why don't we? Why don't we take it? I'm, I'm like working up to this bit that we have here. <laughs> I have to work up. <laughs> I have to work up to this bit that we, which was very funny two days ago, but I don't know how funny it is now. <laughs> no, it's gonna be funny but, because I laughed so I, hard. I, I, well, I got I, I, I got I got this long uh, uh, clip from YouTube to kind of like you know get me in the mood uh, and get get my mindset ready here. So um, this clip is about uh, four and a half minutes, <laughs> uh, and it's just an interview. It's an interview you know with a, with a comedian, and uh, it'll uh, I think it'll at least it'll help me get ready for this for this bit that we have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so why don't we take this long break here, and then and when we come back, um, we're going to talk about uh, a story that came uh, came out this week, and and Kat and I is going to think it's very funny. I don't know if anybody else is going to think it's very funny, uh, but we think it's very funny. Uh, so why don't we take a break? I will. Uh, I will get my beverage, love. And um, oh, that's I'm wonderful, getting, darling. I'm getting. I'm getting <laughs> uh, listen to this. Listen to this short interview. And uh, we'll be right back here on the night shift. Here's the interview. You're, you're what, 40 now, aren't you? I'm 41. 41. So I'm coming out for menopause. Yeah. So I can expect hot flashes and vaginal dryness. There's <laughs> um, nothing nice about the menopause, is there? Coming up, girls. Coming up, vaginal dryness. <laughs> but these are the American ads. I'm still not American because they are obsessed with their bums there, Michael. <laughs> and you know this? It's like in the pharmacy, you got the ass aisle. It's all about your ass. And it's, it's and they're obsessed with it. Well, when, when it's all things you put in your bum, things to make you go, things to stop you. Um, door stalkers. I mean, what a horrible. How can you honestly ask for those without feeling disgusted with yourself and everything? Door softeners. Door softeners. Uh. Come on. <laughs> Is there a coded word you can oh, use? Oh, I to... use the vinegar douche. I feel really fresh. You know, it's still all that stuff. It strikes me. I go, oh, I'm in America, you know. <laughs> Penroy, did it strike a match? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what they're getting at. Um, yeah, I'm 41. I love it. I haven't got looks to lose. I like getting older, actually. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's not um, a place to grow comfortable, though, is it? I mean, it's not the place. It's, it's, it's the business you're in, isn't it? And, uh, particularly... Yeah, especially for, I think there's terrible ageist attitude to women and have you noticed all the women that have Botox in their foreheads? They have no expressions. So you could say 
Your dog just got run over. They go, oh, God, oh, God, my dog. They can't move the forehead. And, <laughs> and you can't suck bits of your bum out and put them in your top lip. It doesn't, it doesn't work well. It doesn't sit well. I say little bits of surgery are okay, but major stuff is just, it's not on. Well, we should have thought that Dolly Parton was an expert on this. Oh, when God, she was my God. <laughs> that will play mothers, someone's mother. They have to import Joan Plowright and Maggie Smith and Judy Dench because they're like, oh, I couldn't possibly play her mother. And, you know, they just don't want to get old and... And yes, what's interesting about American television, if you go to the other side of the fence, which is like current affairs and stuff like that, the majority of their, of their people are senior people, actually, both yeah. men and women, which you don't get here, that's for sure. I mean, in, so yeah. in a sense, uh, you know, we're... We're doubly so ageist here, if you like, because... And they're pioneers with the news with women. Yeah, Think about it. We've got Angela right. Rippon when? Well, I mean... On the Morecambe White Show, They'd had women like Barbara Walters. And, but they're you know, still like there. 52. And Barbara Walters oh, is still... Oh, boy, still. they can't get rid of them. <laughs> it's like old ass you were definitely. You wait and get... You, the lawsuit you'd get if you try and get rid of them. <laughs> right here, I My ovaries are dried up. You're not getting rid of me. Oh, no. Never a huge lawsuit. Fuck them up. Oh, they're just horrible. And they old aging, yes, stewardesses. Nightmare. But, Nightmare. But you also, too, I mean, talking about... They are horrible. They are horrible. They are horrible, they are horrible they they are, some yeah. of them. Have you suffered badly at their hands? Oh, at times. Have you? I love the gay stewards on the you airplanes. Do. I um, love the gay... Some of them are gay. Yes, Let's face it, yes, I love uh, them. Uh, they're very gay in the galley. They say to me, ooh, we've got a bitch in 3B. <laughs> To the, the main, when they're on the, you know, flight, then they've got to be heterosexual. Would you like a cocktail, sir? They're only in the galley. <laughs> I've got more bloody upgrades from those gay guys. I love them. And caviar. Anyway. But not the old battle axes. <laughs> oh, no, not those. American they're asking your seatbelt we can't take up. Retire. <laughs> <laughs> You're also too, you're talking about, about... She's got vaginal dryness, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, she's suffering from that. So you've got to be sympathetic. <laughs> you didn't think we'd talk so much about it's, this, it's, did no, you? It's, 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 you've got the three women on the show. Get used to it! <laughs> Night shift show on a Saturday night. Uh, Kat, how, how how are you doing there, my love? 
Thank you so much for playing that song. You know I love that song. I was hoping you would find that song. I did I find that, that song. I love that song. And actually, they played that song on the finale of The Glass House, which we will discuss later. But right now, I want to discuss Prince Harry. Because I want to, just, I want to talk about that debacle. Oh yes, the, the the debacle with this picture. Let me let, let 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 me play this. Let me play this little clip, and then and then you can you can talk about it here. Actually, this is from our friends at TMZ. You know those you know those chaps over there, don't you? Oh TMZ, yes, I I, I know those people, but uh, you know. Anyway, yes, please play, play, play oh, the right. clip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, let's play the clip here. Prince Harry's royal excursion to the realm of Las Vegas has come to an end. So fun, so memorable, so naked! We've got the greatest photographs of the coolest royal, Prince Harry, naked at a party in Las Vegas. Yes, it's Prince Harry as you've never seen him before in The Bath! Basically, Prince Harry was in Vegas over the weekend, um, went down to the bar with his boys, Met some random girls, brought him back up to his penthouse suite um, in the hotel, and started playing strip pool. Yes! Random girls, games of skill, and naked, naked, naked bears! Did you see the moon in Vegas this weekend? We did! Aruga! I don't even know how to explain strip pool to you. Basically, they started playing billiards pool. The gesture says it all. And then Prince Harry and some girls ended up butt naked. But he's also not playing by the rules because if you play strip billiards, you shouldn't be able to put your hands over your wiener. That's the whole point. Yes, your highness. Where's the royal jewels? Big Ben, Tower of London, Kippers and Bits. That wasn't good enough for you? No. Well, Harry's got bigger problems than impressing a couple of American tarts. He's now flown home to face Grandmama. But how is the world reacting? We put up a poll on in the story on the website. Prince Harry dot 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 awesome or disgraceful. And sixty-eight percent say Harry is awesome. Although you can't really tell in this photo. Take it off. You chart. Make it! There you go there, my love. Uh, Kat, what, what, what do you think of that whole situation with your buddy, Prince Harry? Uh, well, well, let me tell your, your listeners something first. In reality, I'm actually British. And ah. uh, I've just been playing an American. Why, I don't know. I mean, Americans are just nasty. Now, I can promise you that the 68% of the people that thought he was awesome doing that we're all Americans. The 32% are <laughs> British. And you know why? Ah. Because we have why? decorum. We have decorum. You know, Prince Harry should not be acting like that. I think it's, it's very unroyal. Why is he hanging out with Americans? I mean, it's, it's worse than hanging out with commoners. I'd rather see him partying with commoners in, in Britain or in, in London. Keep going. Then <laughs> hanging out with trash in America. Okay? Trash in now, America? Now, here's, here's the thing. You know, I happen to think that Prince Harry 
is very, very good looking. Now, I'm not yeah. normally in, I'm not normally into the gingers, I have to say. Um, mm. Nothing against them, but I've just never been really attracted to to redheads, that that kind of redhead, you know, where they're like orange. But oh. and when when Prince Harry and Prince William were young, you know, I used to think, oh, Prince William is going to be, you know, the gorgeous one, and poor, you know, poor little Harry, he's going to be the ugly duckling. And I think the roles have reversed. I mean, when I look at Prince William now, I think. He's kind of looks like a duck, you know. But when I look at Prince Harry, I, I find him quite gorgeous. I mean, his face, I mean, he is absolutely sexy. But seeing him in these pictures just was kind of like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Have, um, you, have, you, have you played strip billiards before? I had never played that, and it's just, I, I don't, I don't, I'm never really sure how that would go, do you know? I have no idea because I've never played such such shenanigans. Games. I don't think so. Such shenanigans and such debauchery. It's just pure debauchery. Mm. And you know, I, I'm just really, you know, the thing about it is, the Queen Mother is is more upset with the handlers. Why aren't they upset with Prince Harry? He needs to be. I mean, I I agree. The, the the handlers were very very uh, very stupid. The, the, I don't the, know. I mean, when, when, if, 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 if I'm trying to imagine when the Queen first saw those pictures, because I know that she saw those pictures, and and you probably said, uh, "Is that a Twinkie there? That that doesn't seem very very proper. That does not seem very royal to have his Winkie out there out on the pictures." Well, I was actually a, a bit disappointed that he was covering his winky because I was actually pretty curious to see if the the carpet matched the drapes, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, you know, as much as I would like to have sex with Prince Harry, if the carpet ah. did, in fact, match the drapes, I might vomit and not be able to continue. <laughs> However... Really? Now, and some people were saying, oh, where's his winky? It's so small. It's, you know, it's not very royal, right, to have a small winky. A small but, winky? Is that is that what you're saying there, love? You know, you're complaining about the side of his winky? Yes, but you see, um, since it's been so long since I've been with anyone, it probably wouldn't make much of a difference there. It's just really a more about if the carpets match the dress. <laughs> I'm trying to connect the dots there, love, and it's just really difficult for me. I don't know. I might have to Google that phrase. Well, I, I am curious. Now, he did show his bum. He did show his bum, and they put, I noticed on that YouTube video that they had, had covered his crock with uh, a black stripe so we couldn't see the crock. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was a very small I, black stripe. Yes, I would really, really, really like to see a picture without that black thing covering his crock. I would like to at least see the crock. Mm, yes. Hmm. I want to see what... Now, and his bum did look pretty white, and he's already pale as it is. <laughs> the bum was quite pale. A lot more pale. But mm. this is all, and this is what I've talked about on your, your show before. Yes. Um... Women's bodies are uh, a work of art. 
But a man's body, you know, when you when you be a good looking man, and then yeah. you see him naked, and yeah. you're not in a relationship with him, it can take away from that that crush. You know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. I was so you're like, you're like the it. mystery, my love. You're like the mystery there. Is that right? Yes, I like the mystery. Once I'm with a man, and I love him, and, yeah. well, actually, whoever I fall in love with next, I would like to wait for marriage. But that's another another, another issue. That's a whole other show, but, my love. That's a whole other show, because I love Jesus now more than ever. But anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, he, you know, Prince Harry, he, he, he tries to make a comeback this week in the press. He, he, he had a little bit, and this is an actual clip I'm going to, going to talk about. I'm going to play on the show because I don't know what accent I'm on now. Uh, whoa. Uh, let's, let's play this clip here. He, he's talking about, you know, the, the, the next, the next games there in, in, in London here. On August the 29th, the Paralympic Games will begin and we can look forward to a spectacular showcase of sport full of unique passion, drama and emotion. Our Paralympic athletes are finalising their preparations for the Games, getting ready to compete for gold on home soil. The Paralympic torch relay is a curtain raiser to the Games and a celebration of the Paralympic values of courage, determination, inspiration and equality. Today, you will play your part in this celebration through the lighting of the national flame, and also have the opportunity to sample Paralympic sport in action, where the focus is very much on ability, not disability. Flames lit in each nation will come together to create the Paralympic flame in Stoke Mandeville. Teams of inspirational people will carry the flame on a historic overnight relay to the Olympic Stadium. They include those who have collectively overcome adversity through teamwork, those who have overcome many challenges and continue to push themselves to the limit, and those who inspire us to do more than we think is possible. These people are the embodiment of the Paralympic values. This is their moment and an opportunity for us to applaud and thank them for their achievements. Enjoy your day at the Paralympic Flame Festival and good luck to all of our uh, torchbearers. We are very proud to be supporting you on your journey. Now, Kat, it, it sounds like he got beaten up before that, before he, before they made him say that. I think I think they're trying to cover himself a little bit, if you know what I mean. You mean like having him talk like a normal Brit and 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 or act? Should, should I say act like a normal Brit instead of a wild, yeah. crazy, drunken, stupid American? Oh, you mean like Pippa? Oh, Pippa, too. You know, actually, Pippa and Harry would be great together. I think they would be absolutely wonderful together because they both act like Americans. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should ship them both off to America since they don't know how to act, you know, like the rest of us. Is that right? Hmm. Well, I I know you wanted to say about Kate as well because I know I would like to talk about Kate while... Oh, Kate, she is quite lovely. She is absolutely yeah. gorgeous. She is yeah. loyal. She yeah. is... <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> she is We're almost done with the bit. <laughs> absolutely the, the epitome of what a princess or what a queen or whatever she is <laughs> should be. 
good option. Mm. Mm. Princess Kate, yes. right? She's a princess right now. That's and right. She's, she's, she's Duchess of my heart, let me tell you. Yes. I think Fergie, Hari, Pippa should all just move to the, to the United States and leave London, leave and, and just be with those commoners because, you know, Americans don't know how to act like civil human beings. Fergie, what are you talking about, Fergie? She's a gas. She's a she's a wench, don't you think? Well, yes, exactly. Why she should be in the United States? <laughs> <laughs> but we're but we're in the United States. I oh, hmm. well, I, I, as I told your listeners, I am actually British, and I re- plan to return to London very soon. Mm-hmm. And because what I've seen here is just mind-boggling. You know, all mm. of us in the UK look down on America. You don't know that already? Well, what do you, what, what do you British people think of the blog talk radio lady? I think she's very annoying. Oh, well, yes, she is annoying. She is annoying. But since she's British, I'll give her a pass. Hmm. I'll give her a pass, hmm. but I don't like her. You give her no, a pass. I, Have you heard her? She's very annoying. I can't. I, no, I, 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 to be honest, I despise her. I despise her, and I think that Blog Talk Radio needs to get rid of her. I think that we are that Blog Talk Radio needs to realize that its hosts are not stupid. They know when their show is going to start. They don't need this stupid wench telling them, you have three minutes until showtime. You have mm, two minutes yes. until showtime. Like, yeah. you don't have eyes to see. Okay, maybe well, do what, it for the blind host. Do it for the blind host. Well, what the, what, 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 what would the blog talk radio lady say about the uh, about his winky? What you say? Is that his winky on the picture? On the telly? Oh, well, the blog talk radio lady wouldn't be lucky to get any winky because she is very, very annoying. <laughs> I think she would be lucky to get any winky. Personally. <laughs> really? Is that right? Hmm. Yes, she is very annoying. I wish they would get rid of her. She's been on blog talk radio since its inception, I believe. I've been on blog talk radio for a while now, not since the very beginning, but for a while now, for many years, and she won't go away. (laughs) (laughs) And when I am talking to you before the show starts, and I'm trying to get a point across something very important, and she comes and interrupts us, and then we can't, Mm. you know, finish our conversation, I just want to the phone and wring her neck. Her scrawny, Um. bloody little neck. I'm trying to think of where you're anything else in this bit. Oh, um, <laughs> what did you think about the Olympics? Did you? What you? They, they were they were in Britain. They were in in in, in the. They they called Team GB or whatever they called it. But what did you think of the Olympics, there, love? Well, I, I enjoyed them greatly. Um, I really loved to see uh, the royal family there. Of course, the Queen Mother always looked pissed off and bitter. I'm not sure why. But I think she's. I, I think it's because she's constipated most of the time, love. Probably so, because she is getting up there in, in years, and she probably is 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 irregular to say the least. 
But <laughs> seeing Pintari, you know, oh, he's just so gorgeous. I wish he wouldn't have gone into done these shenanigans, you know, because I've always, well, not always, just recently had a crush on him ever since he got older and started looking very hot. Yeah, but I, yeah. I'm very, I'm very, very, very sad about his tinky winky. But still, like I said, it's, it's I'm sure it gets larger when he's aroused. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> wow, are, are, are we done? Do we get anything <laughs> on the list? Um. <laughs> What else there is to say? I'm not sure. Well, if we think about it, why don't we take a break and I'll check my notes and you can check your notes to see if we have anything on this bit anymore. Okay, <laughs> we'll that would be lovely, dear. We'll be right back. What is love? Lady, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Welcome back to the Night Shift here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the worst show here on the network here this evening, <laughs> except for me and Kat. <laughs> we worked we worked two days on that bit, and it was just, it was it was as good as I thought it was going to be. What, <laughs> what do you think, there, Kat? Well, I'm I, I'm glad that it came out good. You know, I think <laughs> when we were actually talking on the phone, it was even better. But you know, I had such high expectations. I mean, I think we did good. I think we did good. So when we were oh, talking I, on the phone, I think we were it was lovely. The, oh, I think it was lovely too. Well, when we were talking on the phone, I said some great things that I don't remember, and I wish I could have said them again, and I wish I I would have. But anyway, it's okay. Oh, uh, well, I I I do remember something we were talking about that was going. Oh, and and some some parts of the world, I think I think it was even down there that uh, um, you know that there there are kids in some community somewhere that can't even get into school because they can't speak English. Do you remember that story, love? Oh, people, you will not believe this story. Should I continue yeah. in the British accent? Yeah, because yeah, this is not you. This is your character. Oh, okay, okay, that's right, that's right. Well, I have a friend at work who is, well, she's an American, but she is, um, she's she's a hot? Base, I mean, she's hot. Yeah, she's hot. Okay, thank And, and she, she, she's got Spanish background, but she's basically a white girl, you know. Yeah. And yeah. her little son is, she's been wanting to enroll him in pre-K. And she was trying to enroll him in a pre-K school down here, a public one, mind you. A public yeah. one, not, a, not private, public. A public school. A yeah. public school, and they would not accept him because he did not speak Spanish. Now, how can that be legal, you say? Well, 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 well. They, they did not accept him because he didn't speak Spanish? It wasn't the Queen's English? No, he, he, you know, it, well, it was, I mean, even if he could speak the Queen's English, 
but not Spanish, they wouldn't have taken him, even though the Queen's English is much better than regular English. That's, that's just poppycock. They cannot, they, they, they won't accept this American child into an American school because he does not speak Spanish. I do not understand that. I was absolutely flabbergasted, darling. And so I, I, you know, it was a bunch of us talking, and I said, how is that even legal? This is the United States of America. And someone yes. told me, no, this isn't, darling. This is Mexico. <laughs> now, as your listeners, so the regulars anyway, know that I live on the border of Mexico, like right on, like I almost live in the freaking... In the bloody, the freaking bloody, what do you call it? <laughs> keep going, keep going. Uh, but what is it called? What is that river called? Uh, it, it was the, the, the Thames, I believe. Uh, no, that, that's, uh, that's in England. Uh, <laughs> the Rio Grande River? Uh, yes, uh, darling, the Rio Grande River. Darling, darling your sound is going, going bonkers. Really? You know this stuff. Your sound is going bonkers. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, it gets really, yeah, like really. Oh. Well, keep 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 talking, and I'll try to fix it. Okay. So, um, I forgot where I was. So, anyway, but the, the way the school is run, it's like he was not allowed in the school because he did not speak English. Now, if she would have had... Um, financial need. She's a nurse, so she made too much money to to qualify for that financial need. So in order for your kids to be accepted into this public pre-K school, your child either needs to be able to speak Spanish or you have to be super poor. I see. Which I find absolutely revolting. I mean, if, if an American school was to not accept a child because they could not speak good English. Yeah. That would be a lawsuit. Yeah, of course. This is just an example, people, of what is going on in America. Mm. You know, in in where I live, you might not be able to get a job if you can't speak Spanish. But you can get a job if you don't speak English. You know, yeah. sometimes you may go to a store and ask the, the, the clerk a question and they don't know what the heck you're saying. They look at mm. you with a bloody, bloody face of, what? <laughs> what would they say? Que? Yeah. <laughs> what? They would say that? No, they would say, mande? Or que? Or... <laughs> what of the above? Viva Mexico! Viva la Mexico! Now, now, let me tell you, people, I love Mexico. Yes. I love yes. Mexico and I love the Mexican yes. people, but yes. the way the way our country, we need to not allow things like this to happen. It's not fair that this little boy cannot go to pre-K because he can't speak English in the United States of America. That is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. It is bloody ridiculous. Mm. Absolutely bloody ridiculous. 
Mm. And, you know, it, it's just, I mean, if it was a private school, it's a private school. They can do whatever they want. But this is a public school. So I just think that things are kind of backwards in a lot of areas in this country. And this is exactly why I'm moving back to London. Oh. <laughs> uh, and with that, we will uh, take a break on the Bridget Jones Diary podcast. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be right back. And welcome back to the Bridget Jones Diaries podcast, where we have uh, the worst British accents on the radio right now. Actually, Katz is better than mine, but uh, um, that was, uh, I don't even know what happened in the last half an hour there, Kat. It was just, uh, I, 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 th- I think it was, I think it was how we mapped it out in our, in our pre-show uh, uh, phone call. Don't you think? Yeah. But I mean, you know, I, I, I really enjoy talking in a British accent and it's totally like, acceptable to make fun of British people. <laughs> <laughs> and we we may do that for spurts of the next, you know, half an hour of the show. So <laughs> because because it's kind of fun, you know, we should do more accents on the show, even though we should do really bad accents on this show and I should actually try to learn another one because this is kind of my my British Midwestern accent, which is kind of really bad, don't you think? I think it's lovely, darling, and I have a British Southern accent, so, you know. Oh, my goodness. Let me, I, I want you to ask J-Man in the chat room if he can hear all that crazy sound stuff. <laughs> oh, really? Is, is, is my, let me, let, let, let me type this in the chat room here. So, let's see, is my sound bad? Question mark. Because if I can <laughs> hear it. If I can only hear it, but it's not really in the show, then I don't mind so much because I'll just deal with it. But oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, it could, no, it could, no, it could a... be my it, it could be my Skype here that is uh, that's flickering in and out. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, he says we both sound fine, but my accent sucks. Uh, that's. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that God, was the, God. you know, it, it uh, you know, it, uh, you know, you got to work hard to sound this bad, you know. Let, let, me, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, so the people know, just so the people know, like I wasn't like making fun of Jesus. I really do love Jesus a lot, and I would like to, hopefully, when I find the right man, be able to wait till marriage. But that's a whole other show. <laughs> That is a hell of a show we should, that we should do in British accents because that would be that would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, and let me just say one more thing in my British accent. Did you heard yeah. that uh, that little twit Casey Anthony is is off of parole now? Oh yeah, Casey Anthony. Well, what well, what do you think about Casey Anthony being on parole? I think it's an absolute disgrace it's 
disgusts me. Um, and I just hope she doesn't come to London because if I see her in the street, she will wish she never met me. Because that woman <laughs> is a murderer. She's a murderer. I don't care what that stupid jury says. The world yeah. knows that she's a murderer. That stupid <laughs> little twit. Uh, so <laughs> So Jamin in the chat room says that your 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 Cajun British accent is excellent. That is what he said. Oh, he's such a darling. Thank you, Los Cachos. You want to try another story here, my love? Yes, let's try another story. I can't Let me. Uh, no, no I, I want you to do this next story in this British accent. Let, let, let me play this here. This is this is about your LSU player. Oh, okay. Let, let me let me play this audio clip and we'll see what you can do with this. We are less than a week away from college football kicking off the season. Jesse Palmer joining us this morning. And, Jesse, the biggest story this offseason is Tyron Matthews yeah. being dismissed from the LSU football program. He's in rehab, yeah. and he was a Heisman finalist just last December, and his future is in doubt on when he's going to return. When he does return, do you think it's a smart idea to come back to the college game or go to the NFL? I think Tyron Matthew has to stay in school. I think he needs to improve as a football player, but I think he also has to prove – that he's now mature. And I really commend Tyron Matthew making a responsible decision, taking a year away from football, seeking out John Lucas in Houston to help him with his issues surrounding substance abuse. I don't think anybody questions that Tyron Matthew is going to play in the National Football League, but I do think NFL head coaches, general managers, and scouts want to see him go at least a year without any of his old problems potentially resurfacing. Nobody denies Tyron Matthews' ability as a football player. He won the Bednarik Award last year as the nation's outstanding defensive player for a reason. But he's only played two years of college football. He can certainly get bigger. He can get faster. He can certainly improve his man-to-man coverage skills. And I don't think it matters whether or not Tyron Matthews returns to the college game at a football championship subdivision team, whether or not he tries to re-enroll in LSU, or if he transfers to an FBS school, Tyron Matthew has to come back to school. He needs to improve as a football player. More importantly, he's got to grow up a little bit before he takes that next step to the National Football League. And I think Janoris Jenkins of Florida. He lost his status in the the draft moving down from one round to another round, but he showed he could play still. Now, when I say football, I mean, they they don't mean, you know, the the football that you're probably familiar with. You know, they they call it soccer in the States here. But but what, what what do you think about this story? Well, I really hope Tyron does go back to LSU because I I agree with what the guy said on the on the the interview yes. that he needs to grow up more. He needs to become a not that he's not a great football player as it is. Now that's the one thing the Americans have over us in 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 the UK is football. You know, our players play rugby, and we don't have real men in 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 the UK. The real men are in, in, in America, I have to say. As really? Far as, as far really? as brawn, they're, they're, they're very masculine. You know, I love to watch American football with those tight little bums and those mm. big burly men running around on the field, tackling each other. It's just absolutely <laughs> stimulating. 
But and then um, they and then they they, they they smoke the doobies, you know. They you know I think that's what this player is in hot water about. What do you think about that? Yes, yes. The, the Tyrone has been smoking a little bit too much doobies, too much doobage. <laughs> 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 and Tyrone needs to get his head back in the game, and his head. Ah. He, he needs to get his mouth off his ball and back into the game. <laughs> I that probably sounded sexual, but the bong is, is for those of you who don't know, it is a device in which people use to smoke marijuana. So, now, oh yeah, of course. Um, and so he needs to get his head back into the game. I really hope he doesn't go back to the NFL. I mean, or goes straight to the NFL. I want him to go back to LSU. I don't want him to go to another college. Because the Tigers need him. And LSU happens to be my favorite team. Even though I am from London, I know a good football team when I see it. And so I have chosen LSU as my favorite team in the world because I think they are absolutely fascinating and wonderful and brilliant. Even the clapping is in a British accent. That's just... <laughs> Good. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, th- I think you're getting the hang of this now, uh, uh, Princess Cat. <laughs> that's, your, that's your British character's name now, <laughs> Princess British Cat. Cat. British British Cat. I just wish I looked like Princess Kate. <laughs> oh yeah, Princess Kate. She is absolutely stunning. Absolutely oh, yeah. stunning. And I, you know, yeah. a lot of a lot of. There's a lot of people out there that I think believe that Pippa is cuter. Now, Pippa is an attractive woman. She is. She's very attractive. However, not nearly as much as her sister Kate. I don't think there's she's even not, a comparison. She's not as grand. She's 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 kind of a she's kind of a little party animal, you know. A what? <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to hang with you, but it's just. It's not really working. No, you're, you're doing fine, darling. You're doing fine. Oh darling. no, no, it's no, like, no. I, I, Prince, Princess Cat is just so much better. Oh, that was awesome. Yep. <laughs> the way you said this that, is, huh? This is like rehearsal. <laughs> this isn't the real show. This is like, this is like our this is like our call the other night, the other day. <laughs> Remember, remember when we were talking the other day? I was talking in British and accidentally went into a Spanish accent. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a swanky? That's a swanky on the telly. It was just, I couldn't believe when I saw his. Well, I well, it, I would have liked to see his winky on the telly, but he was covering it with his hands. What's the point? If you're going to stand there naked, why are you even going to cover your tallywacka? <laughs> What's the point? Don't what, you want uh, the I don't... to see your royal penis? Uh, well, not, not for free, I wouldn't think. <laughs> I wonder if there's any pictures out there that actually show his butt crack. 
<laughs> I believe there is. I believe it's royalbuttcrack.com. I think it's for prison. You have to put your credit card in there, and uh, they will be able to show you all kinds of pictures of royal bums. No, I absolutely refuse to pay money just to see his bum. If I want to see his bum, I will find him on the streets and flash him. I'll be like an American, and that's the only one kind of women he obviously he wants to hang with. Maybe maybe he'll play strip poker with me. Oh, strip poker. Oh, I, I think I know people who can who will play strip poker with you, Princess Cats. <laughs> 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 I think we just woke him up. <laughs> oh man! And well, let's uh, let me see. Let, let's try this story there, Princess Cat. <laughs> I'm okay. losing my accent, so I'll just. <laughs> Here's the title of the story, my love. Here it is: uh, uh, binge drinking. Students happier, binge drinking students happier and more accepted than others. This is a study. This is from uh, Monday, August 20th. It says here, researchers completing a new study on alcohol consumption have discovered that college-age students who binge drink are happier than those who don't. Those who engage in binge drinking tend to belong to so-called high-status groups, uh, wealthy, white, uh, male uh, fraternity life shows their winkies in Vegas. No, I, I just added that myself. Uh, and those who did not belong to high status groups would achieve similar levels, blah, 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 blah. Let me get to the good stuff here. Uh, binge drinking was defined as consuming more than four drinks on one occasion for women and more than five drinks for men. 64% uh, said they engaged in a practice compared to 36% who said they did not. So, I mean, you know... <clears throat> Binge drinking. I mean, that, that we're starting the school year this year, Kat, and uh, you know, and uh, with football season and all that kind of stuff. I think, um, you know, I think I believe this. I think, you know, not, not that I would participate that back in the day when I was a student, but uh, you know, I, I would have loved to have been part of this study and to uh, you know, talk to people and, and see what happens when they uh, when they consume the uh, consume the alcohol. <laughs> I don't know would, would would Princess Kathy be part of one of these part of one of these studies or one of these parties? Do you think? No, no, no. Because if I was to binge drink, I would end up vomiting, and I don't like to vomit. That's not very ladylike, huh? It's not ladylike, and it, it's very disgusting, and it's it scares me when I vomit. I don't like to vomit. When no. I vomit, my hands go up in the air. Praying to God, please, please let me stop vomiting. <laughs> Literally, though, that happens. If I'm like throwing up, if I'm throwing up, I'm putting my hands near. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but in all serious notes, uh, let me say, because I mean, I, I I'm curious about this study because it's like, how can binge drinking? Like, I understand what they're saying. Like, I guess because of the people they're hanging out with, they feel more popular. But binge drinking, I, I don't see how you can be happier if you're binge drinking because alcohol is a depressant. And if you're doing a lot of, if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, you're going to be depressed, right? But binge drink, they're saying binge is like when you do it once in a while, you just drink a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
don't know. To I me, know. it doesn't just, seem uh, like a. It doesn't seem like a very nice existence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I think and, you should have decorum when you're drinking. You should drink in moderation, and you should yeah. because if you're binge drinking, you're going to get drunk and you're going to do something stupid like what Prince Harry did, and it's <laughs> going to be all over the internet, and then you'll never get found. You'll see your winky out there on the internet. Your winky will be out there on the internet, and you will never give to get rid of it. It's there for life. For life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't oh. know. Here. Um, oh, I, I did have this um, this serious story that I want to talk about. Um, about this webcams and ICUs here. You remember that story I sent you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to talk about that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, let's, let's talk about this. So this is, um, and for, for the listeners, this is a serious story because, uh, um, you know, because this is, this is Kat's, you know, work and stuff, and I, I thought it's an interesting medical story that we can kind of throw in there um, and talk about it because I thought it was interesting. So this is from um, August 23rd, and um, the um, – the title is Webcams in Newborn ICUs, a Growing Business. Now I'm going to read part of this and, and then bring Kat in on the conversation here. So the, the beginning of this story says that uh, uh, Corey Harrington spent the first month of his life in intensive care 150 miles from home, 150 miles from home. But his parents could see him anytime thanks to a webcam in the premature baby's incubator at the, in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, they couldn't be there because they had another uh, young child to care for, and the father had used up his uh, leave for the final weeks of uh, complicated pregnancy. So instead, uh, they used a device to further bonding process that the doctors say is critical. Uh, the importance of feeding, uh, feeling, uh, feeling close to babies for the babies as well as their parents has transformed newborn intensive care around the country. Instead of visiting brief. Uh, for visiting hours. They allow parents 24-hour access. The next step in the process involves webcam technology that has had applications ranging from uh, peering into eagles' nests to linking soldiers in war zones with their loved ones back home. And then uh, it goes on uh, to this uh, article that says that premature babies are more likely to be irritable or have physical or emotional problems says one of the doctors there. In turn, the tiny babies are more likely to be um, the, 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 uh, you know, it says that if, uh, if their parents haven't bonded with them, they'll have problems, the doctor said. A pilot study will compare bonding among parents who use the system frequently uh, and those who use it less often. Uh, another will see uh, babies show a physical response such as changing heartbeats uh, and uh, breathing rates uh, cameras are built into 21 of the hospital 64 incubators. The, the sickest babies usually get the cameras, um, said the nurse who also runs a telemedicine program for women who live in remote parts of the state. Uh, let me see how this article ends here. Um, <clears throat> this is from the parents. A lot of it uh, about bonding and keeping families together largely. If you live three hours away, four hours away, and your baby's going to be here uh, four months, it's hard to do that economically. I was one of the parents. This is not the same as being there, but it's more like being there uh, than talking to a nurse at seeing and watching uh, the baby. That's how the article ends. So, so Kat, I mean, you know, you work in this environment, um, and um, well, what do you think of a story like this? Do you, is, is it, first, is this something that's done 
um, maybe not in your hospital or in your area, but it's an interesting concept having a webcam, you know, on your newborn who's in the intensive care unit. I think it's a, I think it's a great idea for the most part. The only thing that I think might be a problem with it, because in the article it was saying that they would put it on the sickest infants, right, on the ones that would, like, be there for a long time. Like, for instance, yeah. when a, a when a, a family's visiting and they have their baby there, you know, and they're visiting, if things are kind of going awry, we may ask them to step into the waiting room for a while, especially if we're coding a baby, you know, we'll, so they don't have to watch all that. So what would they do in the case of the video cam? Okay, are they going to shut? Are they going to shut off the camera and then whoever's watching at home? Oh my gosh, what's going on? What's going on? And like, would it, it cause more anxiety? You know, or, or would you know? Because sometimes parents will come. I guess they would have the camera just on the baby because what happens is babies are on monitors, right? And right. the monitors that, you know, are very, very sensitive. It can show that the baby's, you know, the baby's heart rate and breathing and all that, unless they're like in a deep sleep, fluctuate all the time. And you have sometimes really, really overly concerned parents. Well, I guess you shouldn't say that, you know, everybody's different, but they're like, why is the heart rate just went to 140 and now it's at 160, you know, which is totally normal for a baby. Uh, and it'd be like, oh, because they blinked, you know. <laughs> you know, they're they're like, everything they see makes them nervous. So for some parents it might be, I don't know, I don't know if it would cause more anxiety if they didn't know what's going on and they're not there to see it or to be there for the baby. No, I think mostly it would be a good idea. But I do think that there's probably some, there could be some pitfalls maybe. Uh, you know, you have to look at all the, the things. Like and like I said, what if they start coding a baby? Are they going to shut off the camera? And then whoever is, especially this guy who was 150 miles away, yeah, he can call and say what's going on. Well, you know, they're coding your baby and he can't be there. And Would that cause more? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess they would have to tell him anyway. If, if things are going worse, they're going to have to call the parent and that's going to cause anxiety maybe to see it. I, I don't know. I think it would be probably more good than bad. I think it would definitely right. be more good than that. I mean, I, I see it could be like a legal thing or, you know, a, uh, you know, I, I could see some parents, you know, trying to, you know, maybe record or videotape or whatever they do there. And, you know, you know, you know, and they say, well, you know, what happened at 8:45 and 45 seconds or, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, there would definitely have to be different rules in there. Maybe you know, maybe not twenty four seven. You know, maybe at certain times where they're where they're able to. You know, maybe not when you're working with them or, or you know, I mean, because you know you're there. I mean, you know, stuff happens through the day, and you know, maybe it's not the baby. Maybe it's a faulty sensor. Maybe it's something. Maybe it's the machine that's making it beep, and it's not the baby. I mean, it's just I can see. Yeah, you know, I guess I kind of see the negative about it, and, and and you know, unless there's firm, you know, rules in there saying, you know, this is, you know, the times that we're going to do it, and and it's not to be recorded, and you know, because because I don't know, I mean, in your facility there, I mean, you know, are are people that come in, are they allowed to even like take pictures or that type of thing? Well, they can take pictures. We just say no video, um, and of course, you know, like they can't even look at another baby or, you know, anything like that. Um, 
So, you know, there's all these different legal things. But, but yeah, it, it's like that's the other thing, too, on the video cams where they have sound. You know, sometimes an alarm might be going off because one of the baby's leads fell off. You just stick the lead back on, you know, something like that. Um, so, yeah, and, but see, you could say no recording. You could make the the webcam wherever they see it on there. You you know you aren't able to record it on your computer, but they might sit there with another camera and just record the. You can't you can't monitor what the parent is going to do from home. They could exactly. sit there and record with their iPhone on the computer, like just record right. the computer and what's going on, and right. you know, so. Yeah, I, but I mean, if the the camera is solely focused on the little baby's face sleeping or something like that, I don't see how that could hurt, you know. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it, I think it would be okay, but they've got to figure out all those little kinks and legalities and all that kind of stuff. So, so you people know. or parents or parents or family come into your center, they cannot video, but they can they can t- take still pictures. Is that right? They can take pictures. Yeah. No, I mean, do, but, do they have to? Do they have to? Do they have to check with you guys first, or is it when you're working with them, or is it just when you, you know, give the, you know, you know? I mean, I, how does how does that kind of work? I mean, I would presume you would have to know when they're going to be doing that. They just can't pull out their, you know, iPhone and start taking pictures, can they? Well, you know, actually, I just started the Nikki, so I don't know exactly if they have any specific rules in there as far as taking pictures, but like in the nursery. Um, like, for instance, let's say I go back to a C-section, right, and I take the baby, the dad comes with me to the nursery. Uh, he could take pictures right there, but nobody can take pictures from the window. No one from outside the window okay. can take pictures. Um, and, like, a lot of times in deliveries, like in a regular vaginal delivery, the dad will take pictures, but sometimes, like, like, for instance, when the baby first comes out, if I have to give oxygen, if I have to, you know, give positive PPV, positive pressure ventilation or something, I'm like, just wait just a second, let me get the baby, you know, breathing and and kind of dried off a little bit. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell them just to hold off for a second, but then they can they can take pictures after that. Okay. You know, like, I, I don't want them taking pictures while their kid is blue and I'm trying to breathe life into him, you know. <laughs> I don't particularly right, want right, that. Right. I mean, I don't know why they would want that either. I mean, so. Um, and I know that I know you just started there, but um, again, um, but you, you're not aware of them talking about this at all, or you haven't heard anything in the hospital about this type of thing. No, not about the webcams. No, I have. This is the first time I've heard about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but, apparently. It. This is a this is a, a pretty long story, but uh, they said it's it's kind of taking off a little bit in certain bigger cities in America, and uh, it'd be interesting to kind of see how it all kind of uh, plays out. I mean, I kind of see both sides of it. Uh, um, you know, especially you know they they open with this story saying you know parents are you know 150 miles away. I mean that's you know that's uh, that's a, it's not like it's across town. So I mean it's I kind of see that point of view as well. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For them, it's really good, right? I mean, for sure, but uh, I, I think all in all, just right off listening to it, hearing the story, it's probably more good than bad, but I bet there are some things, because sometimes you have 
really difficult parents, and that when even when they visit, you know, they'll try to find any little thing wrong, and, and they'll be over you watching. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Dude, you know, and it's like it, it's hard to care for someone's kid when they're making you, like, nervous. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like saying, um, stop, I've been doing this for a long time. I know what I'm doing. Shut up and sit down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, no, it, it's very, it can be very nerve-wracking to the nurse. You know, you're trying to help their child. And, yeah, they're worried. I, you know, everybody handles stress differently. And I don't know how I would be if it were my kid and I wasn't a NICU nurse so and, and I didn't know anything about it. You know, like, because I'm a NICU nurse, like, if I was to have a preemie, I would know why they were doing everything they were doing. But if I wasn't right, a nurse right. or I wasn't a NICU nurse and I just went in there, I know how I am. I, I would probably I would probably be one of those annoying parents. But, you know, I think I would be nice about it. I don't think I'd be mean about it. But I would be overly concerned about everything. So, mm. you know, I can't judge them. It's just it is hard when you're trying to work on their child and they're just on top of you about everything. So, sure, sure. Um. Do you have anything else on this? We have we have somebody on hold here, so uh, do you have anything else oh. to, on this okay. at all? Or? I wonder if it's uh, Kate Middleton. <laughs> uh, I, I wish. No, it's it's our it's our, it's our good friend of Sark. It's, uh, I, I think I think he's calling in to, to talk to Princess Cat and to make fun of our accents here. But uh, Who let's, is it? let me pick up. The, it's, it's our friend of Sark. Sark, are you there, sir? Oh. I will say that I'm glad that there were no webcams in the delivery room when I was born, because they would slap me mom and tell my dad to try again. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing tonight there, Sarge? What's going on in your neck? I'm doing good. There, I heard your thing about college binge drinking, and I had to chime in on this one. Yes, fire away. In the bus, we get called to a frat house on a Friday night or a Saturday night or Thursday night. And, gee, what's the number one problem that's on scene? A bunch of frat kids in ETOH. Am I correct? <laughs> <laughs> so how do you uh, how, how do you guys deal with that uh, type of situation there, Sarge? It's been so long since I've had to do it as a medic. Um, I've actually... I'm sure I, I, I'm sure there's like at least one memorable story that you have from something like that. Um, well... There is one. Actually, it's from a night before everybody decided to go out drinking. There you go. Had a whole uh, cadre when I was doing ROTC camp down at Fort Knox a few years ago. Everybody went to the medics' rooms before they went out on town and asked for saline locks. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I had so many saline locks that night. My partner did about ten himself. We ran uh-huh. out of locks. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, everybody ran out of locks. And when ROIC found out, needless to say, um, the, yeah, excrement rolled downhill at a high rate of speed. I see. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure that you have a lot of uh, a lot of stories about uh, dealing with intoxicated individuals in your type of work. I would think, Sarge. Well, yeah. In fact, I have a few stories of when I was an intoxicated individual, but I'll digress. 
Um, uh, oh, come on. Is, is there anything that you can, you know, talk on the radio about with my millions of fans? Okay, maybe maybe just J-Man. Thanks for listening, J-Man. <laughs> yeah, you got the same amount <laughs> of fans as I do. It's a, um, and I'll just say bad decisions and first ex-wife. That's, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> You're such a cheese, man. It's like I can make up anything there. It's like it's good stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what's going on tonight, there, sir? Anything? I mean, I know, I know, it's your exciting life listening to this show. I appreciate that. Uh, anything else going on this weekend, there, man? Ah, uh, no, just uh, had a nice, nice, fun game of mini golf with my uh, son and my silent co-host slash call screener uh, slash person who normally sits about seven feet away from me, getting ready to throw kitchen implements at me at any time. To which I'm glad to say that I lost. Oh, okay. Yep. In fact, <laughs> yeah, the silent co-host uh, beat both me and my son. Wow, I think I think I think she was cheating. I was looking at it. Uh, I don't know. It's either that or I forgot how to fill out a golf scorecard. <laughs> so, so I know you're making fun of our accents. Do you do you do, you do any accents there, <laughs> Russell? Oh, uh, my! I tried to do a good British one, but it ended up being a real messed up Australian one. And uh, <laughs> that's what Cat was talking about. And, yeah, uh, they sound a lot alike. And uh, there's been uh, there's been some times where I've. Uh, Oh, man, I can't even do my good Mexican accent anymore. It's been that long. <laughs> oh no, 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 we, you know, just, just go for it, man. Just, just dive into it. You know, just, just, you know, don't even worry about it. Try, get, 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 give me some of that accent, man. In your dark, you know, you can't do it no more, man. I just had no mas, no mas, and then then a guy from California, Death Valley days, uh, I don't know, Schwarzenegger or something like that. He tends to want to try to. Come around on occasion, and uh, well, that's all I got to say about that. Well, <laughs> and then I go to the see cat. Yeah, I hear hey, cat laughing there. Hey cat, we should we should do an accent show. What do you think about that? Cat? Yeah, <laughs> I gotta practice various accents. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> um. Well, you, you got you got a big September coming out there, so obviously yes, with the one in eight hundred one show. T- tell us about your Labor Day show coming up uh, a week from tonight. A week from tonight will be our Labor Day Labor Day show, and it is also the kickoff show for the month of September, which is Kilted to Kick Cancer, raising awareness for the male specific cancers. I'm going to be sitting here in the uh, hot studio, all kilted up, much to uh, my co-host daughter's chagrin. Uh, on top of that, next show, believe it or not, we actually have a topic. I know. Really? Charge the paddles, because in light of the uh, shootings that have went on in Chicago and in New York City, um, in fact, I got to give a hat tip to one of my one of my listeners, uh, a young man named Chris uh, Cooper, who suggested I do one on situational awareness, and I'm like, hmm, okay, that'll work. Kind of, they, in a way, they both could kind of. Uh, walk into each other, situational awareness, and killed it to kick cancer. Mm. Well, don't uh, d- 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 don't give away the whole thing, but for people in general that don't know what 
situational awareness is in your type of work. Just, just give a little bit of a tease on that there, Sarge. Using your senses. So you get on scene there, and you're just kind of trying to assess the situation and see what's going on. Exactly. I mean, what is I You've probably been in the field a few times, a few more times than I have. What's the number one thing we got to worry about? Um, well, just just my glaring fans when I get on site somewhere. I don't know. If you know. Okay. Well, yeah, you got that. But you know, if uh, the scene ain't safe, you ain't safe, and a you know, and a hurt medic is about the same as no medic. Ah, very good. Yeah, it's keeping your eyes open and ears and nose and taste buds and what have you. Hmm, okay, okay. Well, good, good. So that is the uh, One Union 801 show. That is uh, Saturday, September 1st, 1130 p.m. Eastern, 1030 p.m. Central Time. And, uh, you know, Sarge, your show's been really good. I mean, it's just you're, you're, you're building, you're, getting, you're gaining momentum. Sounds like you're getting a lot of listens and downloads and things. And uh, you're finding your own way here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. Uh, right. and, and you, and you, lo- you, you love the Gertrude, don't you? You love the Gertrude. Oh, Gert- hey, Gertrude, you know, she's... One of my favorites. You know, I got to thank Gertrude every time she pops on. Um, even though I even had to thank her because she got the opening song right last time. So instead of uh, playing the army song, I had um, Blue Star playing. I'm like, okay, Gertrude, you did it right. <laughs> and for people who don't know, that is that is that is Sarge's name for the Block Talk Radio lady here. Why, why did you pick Gertrude there, Sarge? It just as just let us bat out one night <laughs> before I started using uh, an actual bit of music. I'm like, thank you, Gertrude. This is One Union 801, one Union 801 the webcast, and it just went from there. Uh, <laughs> Gertrude. <laughs> yeah, so way off Gertrude. She's got to stay around for a while. Oh. <laughs> I don't like her. I don't like her. <laughs> you know, you know, sorry. What, what, what if what if Gertrude was you know was Mexican here on Block Talk Radio? What would you think about that? Mm. Senora, Demeanor <laughs> mm. show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh man. That's okay, sad. I've got my uh, silent co-host slash call screener rolling around over here in stitches. Just from uh, everything that we've went through so far in the last few minutes. Oh no, you got you, one of these days, there, Sarge. You got to you got to get her on the microphone. You got to get her. You got to get her on the show there, and because uh, I think I think that's radio gold right there. You get you get you and her. You know, I think I think it's going to be hilarious. Oh, uh, she is definitely giving some east and west on the uh, head shake there, Doc. So I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Uh, you you, you got to try you got to try it once because it's, it's going to be it's going to be hilarious it's going it's good radio people want to hear that you know just just a, just, a, just a little piece of advice you know, just just try it out it's it's going to be well fun. she was just handed up the red card that she sh- she normally shows me it says I know where you sleep so I uh, don't think I'll be asking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so, Cad, what what do you think of that Mexican accent? I think I think it's kind of decent there for the search. Yeah, no, I liked it. It was pretty spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't even think All I'm right. that good at a, I don't even think I'm that good at a Mexican accent, even though I live in Mexico. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Like I, I mean, I'm not sure if I like. I love doing British, even though I know I'm not like perfect at it. I love doing it. Like it just. It's actually almost easier for me to do than a Mexican accent, I think. I don't know. But see, like when I say Los Cachos, I mean, that sounds kind of... I mean, when I speak Spanish, I can kind of sound Spanish. But to, to like, talk English in, a, in a, like, a Spanish accent or a Mexican accent is hard.
welcome back to the Night Shift Show here on the Block Talk Radio Network. <laughs> We're back with Kat. Uh, that, was, that was pretty good there, Kat, don't you think? Yes, it was. I like the Sarge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good guy. Good guy. He's uh, he's only had like a handful of shows here, and uh, um, he's, uh, he's doing pretty good. He's doing pretty good. He's uh, he's part of a very popular um, emergency medicine EMS paramedic community out there on uh, the internet and uh, they're very popular they're they're doing a lot of stuff so it's good to have him on here on late uh, saturday nights uh, as well so uh yeah it's 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 good getting people to try out some accents and things it's kind of funny (laughs) australian the dangerous baby we were i think that's like australian right a little bit. Well, I know the dingo ain't your baby is. But like, but Australian and English, yeah, English, I mean, they, they, even though they're not the same, it, I think it's easy to go into one or the other. Because like yeah. sometimes, like when the, when the Olympics started, one day I was at work, this is when I was still in nursery. And I started talking in British one day. It was the night. It was the day after the opening ceremony, and I was at work. And I started talking in British, and like, and not like even all, like I just started doing it. And I, I said maybe I'm doing it because you know the Olympics or whatever. But I was you know talking in my British voice, and people were cracking up and stuff. And then one girl goes, "I think that was Australian." <laughs> <laughs> Close though I don't I don't, uh, I don't know. They're kind of close. They they are kind of close. Oh man, I don't even know where to get now. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> we 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 should really think about having an accent show or something like that. <laughs> I'd have to practice all my various accents. I'd have to, uh, I'd have to, like, I I think I have the British one down as good as I can get it. I mean, I could probably practice more, but in the Australian, I think I wouldn't have to practice that much. I I, I need to get some, some good, see, like, I speak in weird accents, though, sometimes to people, but there, there may not necessarily be an accent from a, a country. It's just something weird that comes out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? Like that, something like that. Like my little—that's like not necessarily a country. It's just a weird act. It's just a weird thing that I do. This is like hello, hello. Yeah, it's like hello. How you doing? <laughs> oh man. Oh. Hmm. I don't know if I have anything left here. <laughs> <laughs> no more stories. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go. I, I gotta hear. Here's the story here. Might, we might close out after this one because we might not have anything else. Uh, so uh, Friday, August 24th. Here, uh, maybe Princess Cat has one more story in her. I don't know. Uh, it says a celebrate National Waffle Day with waffle flavored vodka. That's right, kids. September 24th, which is yesterday. 
is National Waffle Day, a day to mark the breakfast delight enjoyed by millions of people around the world every day. To help celebrate the occasion, Georgie Vodka has a line of waffle-flavored vodkas. The new flavors are being debuted in two locations, the Holiday Inn Express (laughs) in Stony Brook, New York, and Kennedy's Restaurant in New York City. Along with the new spirit, the Holiday Inn Express will be serving complimentary vodka-flavored waffles to all guests and patrons at least 21 years old. The president of the vodka uh, company says this, we have to think of flavors that uh, other vodkas don't have, he said. I took my sales team out for breakfast to think of new flavor ideas. They were drunk. I asked them when they wanted to eat, and they said pancakes. <laughs> they really pretty much decided right then to give waffles a try. They've tried a number of waffle flavors, including banana waffle and chocolate chip. The flavors join a collection of other Unusual flavors under their name brand, including bubblegum, coconut, candy cane, popcorn, mango, and French vanilla. <laughs> the federal government is very specific on what you put on labels, he said. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, da, 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 da. Over at uh, Kennedy's Restaurant, you'll be able to enjoy your vodka-infused waffle with a special waffle teeny created by Georgie, a martini that features a mini waffle garnish on the rim of a glass. Uh, more and more chefs are working with spirits. They are trying to get creative. Everybody likes chocolate chip. So, um, what the? So, 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 would Princess Cat enjoy a waffled flavored vodka? A wa- Okay, so it's a waffled flavored vodka, not a. Okay, it, yeah, it's a waffled. It's not a vodka flavored. Like, because you have bacon vodka that is vodka that tastes like bacon. This is a waffle. That's right, yeah. That tastes like. That's right. It's 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 called uh, George Dorothy Waffle Martini. So it's like a flavored vodka martini type of thing. So it is actually the drink. It's not the waffle that you're it's eating actually, that's infused with vodka. That's right. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's, well, it's a it's a waffle drink. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, I like waffles, but, you know, I've never been a, (laughs) but I've never been really a hard liquor kind of girl. I mean, I like tequila, but I like it in a margarita. Or if I'm going to drink vodka, have cranberry juice in it, you know. Like, I'm not a, like a person who, well, I guess if you put it in a mixed drink, it might taste cool. Um like I'm not one of those who could ever take shots. Really, I'm not good. I don't know. I think I think I, I, I think Princess Cat would 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 take shots of the vodka martini waffle. Don't you think? <laughs> um, I think Princess Kate would only sip on like maybe a glass of champagne or a glass of very high priced wine. Princess Kate would not be doing shots. She would not be acting like a crazy bitch like her sister Pippa. She acts like a lady. She acts like a lady. And this is why oh, she's with boring Prince William, because they can be boring and vanilla together, but she is still quite very stunning. Mm, I think I, I, th- I think I think Prince Harry drank the vodka moth waffle martini drink before he took those pictures of his winky. I'm sure he ch- I'm sure he drank the whole bottle of, of waffle vodka before he showed his winky. 
I'm sure it was not only the bottle of, of waffle vodka, but the bacon vodka as well. He is just, he is in serious need of some help. He is he is losing control. He needs to go to rehab with Tyron Matthew and get help. And then maybe get a penis enlargement. Oh my I don't know. You know, okay, like remember how I told you that story that they saw that some freaking housewife of, I guess, Beverly Hills, whatever. I don't watch those shows, but apparently there's one now that's British. And she saw the pictures, and she's like, I need a magnifying glass to see that, you know. And I'm, like, thinking, so I thought that maybe the pictures actually, you know, did show it, unless, of course, on TV they're Because the TMZ reporter showed it to the lady, whatever her name is. So I thought he had one that wasn't blurred out. But no, he's covering it. So how do people really know how big it is if he's covering it? Right. Uh, I, I mean, what, does he have long fingers or short, stubby fingers? Because if he's totally <laughs> covering it and he has short, stubby fingers, he probably has a short, stubby winky. I would think if he's a royal, he probably has long, very long, elegant fingers. Because yeah, he probably does. Yes, he probably does. <laughs> <laughs> I still oh. find him quite hot, though. He is quite hot. Mm, even with yes. that ginger hair. I wouldn't even change his hair. He's absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> Uh, I, I got one more audio clip here, and uh, this is really random. And I mean, this today in history, in case we ran out of stuff to talk about, but I don't, I don't really see anything here to talk about. But let's let me just play this here, just because I uploaded the thing, and and we have some time. So let me see if there's anything here to talk about. August twenty fifth, nineteen forty four. During World War II, Allied forces in Europe liberate Paris, ending four years of Nazi Germany's occupation of the French capital. 1875, Captain Matthew Webb becomes the first person to swim the English Channel, making the journey from Britain to France in 22 hours. 1985, 13-year-old Samantha Smith and her father are killed in a plane crash in Maine. Two years earlier, the girl's letter to the Kremlin led to her famous peace tour of the Soviet Union during the Cold War. Alfred Kinsey, pioneering researcher of human sexual behavior, dies in Bloomington, Indiana. He was 62. 1930. Bond. James Bond. Sean Connery, the original actor to play Super Spy 007 on the silver screen, is born in Edinburgh, Scotland. 1918. Composer and conductor Leonard Bernstein is born in Lawrence, Massachusetts. Among his well-known musicals, On the Town and West Side Story. 1954.
Elvis Costello, the musician whose work ranges from rock's new wave to classical and ballads with Burt Bacharach, is born in London. And in 1975, Bruce Springsteen's album Born to Run, considered a rock and roll masterpiece, is released. Today in History, August 25th, Sandy Cozell, The Associated Press. Yeah, there's nothing really I want to talk about, but but I did want to talk about uh, you know it, it is kind of the start of school again, and uh, you know I, I every time I see these kids out there or you know you see these commercials about back to school and that type of thing, and you know, I can't help but think back there, cat, you know, to those times and you know when you're back in school and that was your biggest stress and saying oh I can't believe I'm with going to this you know grade school class or having that be teacher and then and, and you know looking back on it now i'm like man <laughs> i wish i was I back know. in those days because it's like too much stress to now and it's crazy i used to love to get my school supplies oh yeah school supplies yeah that was like so much i used to couldn't wait to get my school supplies to me i think that's equivalent to now when i go to the craft store and buy craft supplies <laughs> It was like the same kind of feeling of happiness. (laughs) But I do have something that I wanted to mention that I want to mention. Congratulations to Kevin Braun from Toledo, Ohio, for winning the glass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always feel like someone's watching me. Someone. I was going to say, I was going to do my other song, but I'll do that. I'll save that for another no, I've, I've tweaked the song a bit. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. No, yeah. but um, actually, I really liked Kevin from the beginning. I wanted kind of Jeffrey to win, but then I was going to be like, okay, with Kevin. And then uh, Kevin, toward the end, pissed me off a little bit, and then I thought, oh, I'm going to vote for Erica. And then at the last minute, when I watched the last feed and they gave their final little speech thing, I said, that's it. I undid Erica's and I voted for Kevin. And he won. <laughs> and he's like super hot. He's even hotter than Prince Harry. I yes. Think. You probably want to see his winky, I believe. I definitely would like to see his winky. And he's a cop. <laughs> and so there's something sexy about the, the fact that, the, that a man could protect me with a gun or... Uh, a baton or whatever it is they oh. use. Just the fact that he could protect really? me, or with even with his fist. And he has a beautiful body, a beautiful oh. face. He's absolutely <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I think it's start. It's time to start winding up here, Cat. Was was there anything else on your list that we forgot? On my list, Um, (laughs) I can't think of anything else. Mm. Um, Pray for me, guys out there. Uh, If if you're not the praying type, send out good vibes. Whatever. Um, For my next three three night shifts, my I I work tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, all night. You know, seven p. to seven a. Just pray that that goes okay and all that stuff because I I need lots of 
prayers and happy thoughts. Because I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I shouldn't be scared. scared. I did it already, but I did it already. But I think until I've, like I said, it's been a few weeks, I won't feel totally comfortable yet, you know? So. Mm. So do you, do you work next week then? I mean, do you work next Saturday? Do you know? No, I'm off. Oh, okay. I'm off. Oh, wait. And oh, wait, there's wait, an OSU oh. game, but we're. We only play North Texas, so, like, big deal. But yeah. it is on ESPNU. It is on ESPNU, yeah. so I'll have that on yeah. for sure. Okay. Well, I think I might be working. I'll let you know. I, 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 think, I'm working, I think I'm working Labor Day weekend. <laughs> I'll to let you know why. I have to work Labor Day. Labor Day oh, okay. night. So. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we had somebody else on hold. I don't know who it is. I'm not picking it up, so... Uh, I apologize, the person who's calling in because I don't know who you are, so I'm not picking you up. <laughs> Did I have the 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 the, um, the the first three numbers? It's nine five six. Yes, that is you. But there is somebody else there who I don't recognize. So okay, I, I'll no. just say I'll just say forget it. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it wouldn't be anybody from your area down okay. there. So okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's it. Anything else for us there, Princess Cats? A great show tonight. Uh, we should uh, come up with more British material because it just at least entertains you and I, and I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> it entertains you and I. I truly enjoyed it, darling. I truly enjoyed it. <laughs> and I want to thank uh, I want to thank Sarge for calling in. I want to thank uh, J Man for uh, getting in the chat room and listen to the I'm with Stupid show tomorrow on Sunday at noon Eastern time. And uh, uh, it's always a good time with him and Matt Man. And uh, <clears throat> that's all I have tonight, Cat. Uh, anything else? Just that I love everyone and thanks for listening and have a great. Labor Day weekend, if we don't have a show next week, or if we do have a show next week, I'll tell you again then. But uh, And have a great week. And mwah! <laughs> All right, kids. Uh, I will just talk to you very soon. We, we, we should have more uh, you know, pre-show phone calls, because that just really went well tonight. That was a blast. Yes, that was a blast. <laughs> All right. Well, say goodnight, Catch. Good night, everyone. All right, kids, that's all I have for you here uh, this evening. And uh, so thanks for checking us out. Uh, Check out uh, FamilyMedicineRocks.com. Follow me on Twitter um, and Facebook and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, I appreciate everybody who downloads the show as well um, and everybody who listens live. That's all I have for you this evening. we got 30 seconds left. I'm just going to get out of here with this little bumper music, and we will – Say good night. So uh, we'll see everybody later. Good night, there, cat. Good night, darling. Good night.